There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, everybody, happy hump day! It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Three more shows. Three more shows. We're at the very beginning. You can't be serious. I am serious. Yahoo serious? And don't call me Shirley. Uh, Yeah, we have three more shows left of the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, Well, if you're Shirley, I'm Laverne. Oh, that's really sweet. Schlemiel. Schlemazel. Awesome pepper and Holly, are you Lenny or Squiggy? Squiggy. Okay. Hello. <laughs> I, mean, I love that you had that answer at the ready. Holly was like, I know the answer to that one. Who doesn't? Not my first time. Not my first rodeo. Um, now, I have uh, been told that we are having another memory moment. <laughs> You're having I, a memory moment, Colleen. <laughs> and I am going to be quiet and listen. Yes. So, ladies and germs. You know, uh, we're taking this opportunity over the last week of the Colleen and Bradley show. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. It's I'm st- I still don't understand what world I'm in. <laughs> but nonetheless, here we are. And we're going to kick the show off today with another walk down memory lane in honor of our friend Colleen. And uh, let's let's roll that beautiful bean footage, Lenny. And now for another great moment in Colleen and Bradley show history. Mommy be shopping now. The hottest deals around. Got 50 cents off in the clearance aisle. Listen to me now. I'm saving 20 pounds. That's British for dollars because I'm a thrifty mom. Are you with me now? Watching the bank account. I know you like the way I say, say, save my family's dollars. Get your coupon. Get your coupon. Get your coupon. Get your, get your, get your coupon. Get your coupon. Get your coupon. Get your coupon. Get your, get your, get your coupon. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that was another great moment in Colleen and Bradley show history. Yes, that was, for those of you who don't know, Colleen darn near recorded an entire album of mom pop I did. songs. That was during my mom pop phase. It was. And I don't know whatever happened to that. Like, have you been hanging out with Taylor Swift? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to go on tour? Is this... You know, uh, a next opportunity for you. I, I kind of. Are we going to see you at the Dakota? You might. I don't know. I I don't know where my creative juices will take me. Um, but you're right. I think I did like at least three, maybe four. I was going to say I probably close to half a dozen. I bet. Uh, I did. That, I worked on a mom pop al- album. Yeah. Um, and that's really it. Sounded a lot like that. So. I am trying to remember how that came about because that was the first 
That was my first single. Holly, were you even here for that? I was not even here. I don't think here. I was going to say, I don't so think sorry. so. I'm mm-hmm. so terribly so sorry. I. I think it was one of those moments where uh, I realized that coupon sounded like freak on and i just decided to go with it well we used to we used to get real like deals Songy. and steals oh, heavy that's true and of course we've always been creative here on the colleen and bradley show and your ability to songwrite is something i hope you'll put on your your uh resume resume mm-hmm. god do we have those things anymore i don't even know cvs cve it's been so long i Curriculum don't know vitae uh, yeah, so anyway, I hope you put songwriting on your curriculum vitae because you clearly have a knack for it. <laughs> and I know that my talk listeners and especially Team Cobra listeners are going to miss your dulcet tones. Oh, is that what does but that mean? Your 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 melodious dulcet? voice. Dulcet. Dulcet means sweet. I think it means sweet, right? Okay, well, thank you. I'll your take dulcet it. tones. Not even your dolphin tones. Soft. <laughs> Soft and pleasing to the ear, sweet to the taste, generally pleasing or agreeable. Generally. Can I tell you something about that song? Yeah. Too? Get your coupon. Get your coupon. My kids actually think it's, I think now they think it's, uh, as the kids say, cringy. But when when I first did that, they would ask me if I would play it for them. Oh, I'm sure. Because they thought it was so funny. It's a slapper. It is. It slaps something. Um, but yeah, oh gosh. And I did one to Taylor Swift called Mom Bod, which was uh, to the tune of Bad Blood. And I'm trying to remember what else I did. Um, but then we worked on some other songs together when we were in our collaborative phase. I was going to say, I think, you know, we have, I mean, we've done all sorts of collaborative creations Mm -hmm. over the years but i can't remember i just know that we used to tell halloween stories i was going through so for the listeners to sort of peel back the curtain we're talking about i mean we just had a nice little memory walk down uh memory lane with colleen and one of her songwriting extravaganzas (laughs) but there's a whole drive like a digital repository of clips from days gone by on our show. Mm-hmm. And as I was listening to it, where was I going with this? Other than to say, just for the listener, there is this electric uh, record, electric, <laughs> electronic record of um, bits and pieces from our past. And that was kind of like the most fun for me was listening to the like silly creative things. Oh, I know what I was going to say. The Halloween. Do you remember we used to tell Halloween stories? Yes. Did we make them up? What? How did we, we do that? We found them online. We got real creative and oh, Googled wow. them. That we, uh, boy, let me tell you what. They were haunted stories, remember? And I don't remember what the impetus to that whole thing was, but we used to do that every Halloween. Well, for a series of years anyway, where we would like, as we approached Halloween, yes. we would read scary stories. Like you would read one That's and right. Rocco would set them to music and we'd get all creepy and ooh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we you know we we've done we've done some uh, we've done some things over (laughs) over the years. I just am you know it's weird because ten years. First of all, we've been doing this show or some version of this show for almost twelve years, I think, Um, because we started our weekend show Mm -hmm. and then we did that for a little while and then and then they moved us to the weekdays, which we celebrated the tenth anniversary of our weekday show in in March. March. Um, so we've been doing this for a while and it's weird because when you're in the moment, it's hard 
It's it's an I, I, I encourage everybody to take time in their lives to reflect over the last decade because you realize just how much has changed or how many things you've done or I don't know. It's just been it's 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 emotional. That's all I'll say. <laughs> oh my God. It's just emotional. I mean, that goes without saying. And you can like, underline that as well. It's been an emotional ride. I've been like a heap of emotions all week for like 300 reasons. But this one most I think this is <laughs> this is the one that's like creating motions in other places in my life as well. But um, you do forget until you start to go through. It's like sitting down with an old shoebox full of photos. Right. So right. I've been doing I've been having that experience, obviously, for more than the last week, but specifically this last week as I've been listening through old clips of our show and because um, we're getting ready for the series finale. It is the series finale. I mean, truly, we're not going Friday. anywhere, no. it, you know, as humans. Right. We're just right. going in different places. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's important to honor that and mark that. But I mean, Team Cobra, it's not like we're. It's not like there's not going to be a Team Cobra. Well, there's going to be a Team Cobra. The thing is, is that you might not you just be able won't to hear listen it from to noon it. To three. <laughs> right. But there Which... are podcasts. Go listen to the podcast. And I will also just encourage people, don't forget, and somebody pointed this out in one of the nice letters uh, we've gotten this week. And by the way, thank you for all your kind words so far. Every time oh, yes. I come into contact with people, they're so effusive in their praise of all the work you've done and all the fun that we've provided over the last 10 years. But somebody pointed out that they really enjoyed our podcast. And I just want to remind people that Colleen and I did two seasons of a podcast called Go Deep in the Shallow. Mm -hmm. Because that's kind of our signature move is like, hey, let's dig under, let's get all up in these celebrity stories we become fascinated with. And so that podcast is still available online. Old episodes of the show, whatever you need. You can still, listen, I'll tell you a quick story. This is a true, I don't know if I've ever even told you guys this story. But when I was young, there was a radio station called WLOL. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, the morning show was hosted by John Hines and Bob Berglund. You have told me this story, but I, okay. but I know the audience will love to hear it. I when that station went off the air, I was like on I was a young I was a young little I don't even remember what year it was or how old I was, but I was old enough that I understood like that. I was grieving the situation. Yeah. Because it was such a part of my morning routine, right? So I don't take it lightly that that when there is a change in the radio station, that people feel a grief. That's a real thing. And so I um I I recorded on an audio tape on my boombox on my side by side boombox in my bedroom their last show, and I proceeded to because I was not going to be listening to any other radio station in the morning. Of course. Every single day until I wore that tape out, I listened to that. I would get up in the morning. It was part of my routine. I would press play. I love it. And I would do my morning to it. And the first day I walked in here, uh, back in the olden days when this was my talk, or when this was FM 107. Yeah. I walked in. Uh, actually, for an interview, this wasn't even like I hadn't been hired yet. And I was walking into the office where I was going to be interviewed. And there was a person sitting at a desk outside. And the person who was interviewing me pointed to the person and said, oh, and this is Bob Berglund. He's our news guy. And oh God, I about, you... oh, my gosh, Have a I little moment. <laughs> almost lost 
all of it. I mean, I was already nervous because I'm interviewing for a job that I want desperately. Like all I wanted was to be able to work at a radio station and to be able to work at this radio station was like, are you kidding me? And then Bob Berglund is the Bob Berglund who I listened to even after he was off the morning show of that radio station. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to handle myself right now i didn't tell him until a long time later it was after we'd been working together for a while i was like bob i gotta tell you a story and i just feel really grateful that he's you know still i still am connected to him on uh social media and that i got to work with him for that long it was insane well and that that story is just a brilliant and uh you know clear-cut illustration of the power of this medium and i think it's probably no surprise as well that like one of the things I love about our listeners is that when we come into contact with them and they will say things like, I know this is weird, but I feel like you're my best friend or yeah. I feel like you're one of my friends or yeah. I feel like I'm, when I'm listening to you guys, I feel like I'm listening to my friends. And they always start, though, by saying some form of I know it sounds weird or mm-hmm. I know it's silly or I know it's dumb, but and it's like you guys, do you think we would be doing this job? <laughs> If we didn't understand that power, meaning I, too, and, you know, much like you, was obsessed with radio growing up as a child because there is an intimate, I don't know quite how to describe it, but you all know this. There is an intimacy with radio that makes you feel a part of as an audience member. Mm -hmm. So even though we're disconnected and disembodied voices traveling through FM airwaves, Mm -hmm. It's going right into somebody's ear. And think about how close you have to be to a person to put your voice in their ear. So, and that's, so it. (laughs) We're putting our voice in your ear. So we don't, I mean, we totally get it, you guys. And it's because we love what we do. And it's because we appreciate the power of this uh, medium. And it's just, a we get it. So whenever we, we cross paths, just know. We feel like your friends too. We just don't know you. We don't see you. It's interesting because Bradley, I, I was literally just thinking about this before I hit my microphone button about because somebody sent me a beautiful card and there's, I love, I, it is always wonderful to get messages in whatever way they come, but there's something about like opening up a piece of mail and seeing somebody's handwriting and that thinking that they took the time to sit down mm-hmm. and, you know, pick out the card that they wanted to send and then wrote, It just is, it's very touching. And I was thinking about how oftentimes people will say to us, I feel like I know you. And that my answer is always because you do. Yeah. But I don't know you. So tell me about yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's, that's a very natural and normal conversation that we have very often. And and we don't, I don't take it lightly. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And so as we sort of sail into this final day of the Colleen and Bradley show and, um, you know, I, I uh, turn into a radio has-been. Oh, God. <laughs> I will. What? I'm sailing. But that that I that 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 I treasure that, and I treasure the time that you all have spent with us. And I don't want to cry today because I'm oh, save just it for let fun. it out, honey. Yeah. This is a my talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Hals? Hi. Now I gotta turn on my mic. It helps. You know, it helps. <laughs> it helps get the voice out. Uh, Spitgate has come to a conclusion. Remember? Oh. Back in September at the Venice Film Festival during the Don't Worry Darling film debacle, where allegedly, supposedly, Chris Pine spit right. on Harry Styles. Yes. Well, the two guys have reunited in Brazil. And they're, they're hugging it out. Oh, oh no spitting. No spitting that good. we can see. But Harry Styles and Chris Pine were photographed hugging in Brazil yesterday, three months after a viral video left fans convinced that Harry Styles actually spit on Chris Pine. It's oh, so we forget. I can't believe we're still doing this. Well, we are. Uh, well, and also just <laughs> wow. that this is where we are. Yeah. <laughs> We're also like in this barren wasteland of celebrity activity right now for some reason. And so uh, this is the thing that's going to rise to the top, I'm guessing. Yeah, we need somebody to break some news, please. Yeah. And thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what we're getting for now. <laughs> that they're hugging it out. You can well, see the photos in page six. And they look very just lovely friends embracing and no harm, no foul there. Good. Uh, the Avatar The Way of Water premiere was in London last night. Kate Winslet mar- <laughs> making headlines because she rewore a dress that is seven years old. Can you, you believe don't it? How say. dare she? Uh, yes. I cannot believe it. It's Kate, gorgeous. Yeah, Kate Winslet looking lovely in a charcoal-colored bag- Bagley Mishka gown she previously wore to the Toronto International Film Festival back in 2019. Now, by the way, if you want to look like Kate Winslet, well, you might not be a movie star, but you can rent the same dress right now over on Rent the Runway. Oh, I'm really? also... I'm looking at this photo side by side, and I can't tell which is which. I'm assuming no. the left is the earlier one, just for the sake of like form. But I can't tell. The, and you, if you told me either was the correct, I'd be like, okay. You would think it was from the same time period. Yeah. The only way you can tell the difference is because Kate Winslet currently the 2022 version is front in front of the Avatar step and repeat. Oh, oh that's what that, that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, that's it. But can seriously, con- she looks amazing. Yeah. Can I confess something? What? I didn't know she was in this. Is she in this movie? Yes. I did not know that. She's a big star in the movie. Well, I you know, no you've idea. been following the trajectory of Avatar, yeah. The Way of Water, for quite some time now. How true it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Uh, Holly, thank you for that dirt alert. Thank you. Uh, and that tip on renting that dress at Rent the one- Runway. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. In a segment, we call Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. Got some pop culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. 
My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, we solve those mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We attempt to solve them. In this segment, we call it Blinded by the Item. Uh-huh. Yeah. I realize what that song Unholy by Sam Smith and Mm -hmm. Kim Petras reminds me of. Oh, what? The Wizard of Oz. Oh, I can see that. Why? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Just lay a beat on that. I do really like that song a lot. There you go. Pop music. Mm -hmm. Pop music. (laughs) Look at that. Celebrity gossip mysteries like this. The upcoming sequel film with the massive budget will not generate a profit for the film studio. Mm. Net of expenses, no matter what the critics say about the film itself. Avatar the way of water. That's interesting. I would like to understand why, but please share. Uh huh. Well, the upcoming sequel, Avatar the way of water, has a massive budget and it will not generate a profit for the film studio. Net of expenses, no matter what the critics say about the film itself. It seems like maybe perhaps this film will be doing a little Hollywood accounting. Mm-hmm. Hollywood accounting is code word for yeah. the film never actually makes a profit because folks don't like to pay out participation points and other things contractually to those once the film hits a profit. There's a lot of, you know, money Well, things. yeah, which is not to say that the film won't be a roaring success. No, the, no, 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 no. That's what anti Lawyer is saying. Yeah. It's like, this movie might be a massive hit, but it's never going to make a quote-unquote profit. profit. Interesting. I, I mean, it may, uh, yeah. It makes sense, but... Well, yeah, because nothing is real and everyone exactly. smokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else you got in that bag? Another celebrity gossip mystery. Perfect. This former Disney actress, who has made a lot of money getting naked, lost most of it in crypto. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Is that what's her name? Mm, she was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's kind of yep. questionable. Yeah. What the heck? She was here with Patrick Kennedy. Yeah. No. no. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, daughter yeah. of, or son <sighs> of Catherine. Kennedy. Her name is Maria Schreiber. Yeah, mm. the same thing. Her name is <laughs> Bella Thorne. Thorne. Uh, I got to the drawer. Thank she you. had a dog named Tampon. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh god. That's right. Never forget. <laughs> Don't yeah. do that. So what NT lawyer is saying is Bella Thorne, who's made a lot of money getting naked, actually lost most of it in crypto. I, she's probably not alone. Oh, for sure. But also, oh, I bet a lot of actors did because remember a lot of actors, although I will say I bet a lot of actors were just given a lot of crypto. Well, I was going to say, I bet their, they got paid in crypto. Yeah. Which yeah. Doesn't mean they necessarily lost anything well, as maybe. much as somebody who invested their hard earned cash. Mm-hmm. That may, she may wasn't, have been a lesson. She wasn't doing like crypto commercials, right? No, I don't think yeah. so. She also was recently profiled in the New York Times for her new jewelry venture. So she's mm. diversifying she her is a portfolio. Hustler. She is a hustler. Remember, she was like one of the first celebrities, right, to go on OnlyFans, wasn't she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was very vocal about uh, some of the controversy around OnlyFans. Um, I, you know, I hope that she... We wish her all the best. Yeah, I do. I really do. I hope she's able to recoup some of those funds uh, through uh, business ventures in the future. <laughs> Such as. Yes. Such and I hope, as and I hope Tampon is doing great. Oh, yeah. Blinded 
Let's move on to another celebrity gossip mystery. Fine. <laughs> this cable channel is contemplating making all employees, including cast and crew for each project, sign a loyalty pledge and morality pledge. Uh, G to the A to the F. Great American family. This is not going to end well. No. And also, I, I, I just say one, two words. Liberty. Mm-hmm. University. Mm-hmm. I'd like to introduce you to a guy named Jerry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his wife and the pool boy. Uh huh. Okay, but tell us more. Film the yeah. blanks. Oh, sure, mm-hmm. I will. Uh, Gaff, Great American Gaff. Family is contemplating making all employees, including cast and crew for each project, sign loyalty pledges and morality pledges. I mean, what the heck would a more? Uh, I get, I understand the concept of the morality pledge, yeah, but the loyalty pledge. I mean, that is well, listen, loyalty to what? Mm-hmm. So, you were saying something, Colleen. Oh, I, I what I was going to say is a, a morality clause in a contract is actually st- pretty standard, but usually it's something along the lines of like. You know, don't, don't like, be gross. Don't be gross. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, you know, like we have one in our contract that's like basically it basically is like, don't go, don't make terrible, horrible decisions and then, you know, have that become public. Right. That's a thing. But but doing that alongside a loyalty I don't know. I just this is well. Also, the loyal, but I don't. I mean, I don't really understand the legality behind a loyalty pledge, other than to say, is it a non-compete? Because I can understand where, and they're like, you need to be loyal to Gaff and not Hallmark or, you know, some other outfit that's doing the same thing. But loyalty in terms of what, like, you're gonna love us before anyone. Like, I don't know what the loyalty means, right? Or like, than, we we share all of your beliefs, whatever they are. Yeah, that Ish. seems real. Mm-hmm. Good luck enforcing that in a court of law. Mm-hmm. As the, the um, notable character Ernest P. Whirl once said, Know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Know what I mean, Vern? <sighs> Let's solve another celebrity gossip mystery. This permanent A-list singer, in quotation marks, is being set up by those around her to make her look bad. And to put the control of her fortune in the hands of her scheming significant other. Ish. Oh my gosh. Brittany. Brittany. And Sam Asgari. Oh, God. Um, I gotta check. Do you know if she's back on Instagram no, yet? No, I have not seen anything pop up. Okay. Um, one of the things that I I because I, I forgot to talk about this when we talked about this uh yesterday. One of the things that they shared, so remember, on her birthday, allegedly, she had, I mean, it was her birthday, it wasn't allegedly her birthday, allegedly, on her actual birthday, she had the flu. And then there was... Sam came down in a wool hat with some gifts. And saying to her, and whatever, and then allegedly took her to Nobu. And then, later that same exact day... Thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, but it gets worse, because later Mm -hmm. that same, allegedly... That same day, they shared a picture of her in public holding a baby. No. And it was clear. I mean, it was just like so clear. I was like, wow, you're really going all out. 
to make it look so her so respons- irresponsible yeah. that she not only went out with the flu, but then held a baby? Who does that? But also in the picture, her hair was like tossed over like, um, you know, sometimes when you like are, you have long hair. Sometimes you change your part. You long go swoop from side to side. So yeah. she, it's like she had swooped it over the other side and her extensions were very visible. Yeah. And it was, again, so obvious that that picture was shared to make things look a certain way. Yeah. Like, I think both things might be true. Meaning. Meaning there's a reason to be concerned about her and that people are heck bent on making the public concerned about her. Yeah, that's true. You know, like I, I'm not, I don't think like, again, I think she's, you know, part of me is like, she's in a basement being held captive. She's got like a gag in her mouth. Somebody go free Brittany. Mm -hmm. That's more metaphorically, but I think this care plan, there is a lot of mystery behind this care plan Mm -hmm. and who's actually still in charge of things. So, and I think to your point, it's, it's that people want us to be concerned about her because that benefits, it creates a public sentiment, right? which, you know, can influence the powers that be. So if you create this assumption that she's unhinged, guess what you're able to do more easily, right? Have control of her. Well, and I will tell you that some of the people who are part of this New, the new version of the Free Britney movement. It's not, I'm not saying like they've reorganized. It's that like the new movement is justice for Britney. Yeah. And the people who are active in that community take real deep dives. And uh, one of the things that, and this to me is like a bridge too far. So I'm just going to be really honest. I don't, there are a lot of things that I see them doing that I think, oh, well, that's curious. I'd like to know more about that. However, this is not one of those things. This is like, to me, just like a a reach too far. Yeah. They think, though, that one of the things that that the that whoever is in control is doing is that they call it TCON. And I think that that stands for the conservatorship. Okay. they believe that one of the things that they're gathering, knowing that Instagram is the way that people follow her and engage with her, they will put things like that out there, pictures of her not looking her best out there or videos of her not looking her best out there. And then they'll pay attention to how people are reacting as a barometer for how stable do people think she is? Oh, okay. Based on how they're... Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Now, the way I just said it actually did make sense. Uh, that's not necessarily how they say it, but that's kind of... And then they act accordingly. And so sometimes they'll take stuff down just to kind of get people stirring again. Well, and that's... According the, to that. Is that the whole thing about, like, taking the account down before she's got a court... That, thing yes, that, that well, it's all kind of part and parcel. Yeah, so, like somebody's manipulating the social media to create an impression. Exactly. I mean, I don't disbelieve, or I don't think that's entirely impossible. Right. Again, I still do think it's probably less nefarious and more sad, and people are out for their own self-interests. Uh, namely... Sam Asghari, who 16 hours ago in his Instagram stories asked the following. What's a good podcast to go on? No, okay. no, no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, well, we should have said go deep in the shell. Right. Yeah. When we return, Holly, thank you for those thank blind you. items. That was fun. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, 
Bradley Trainer, uh, the science guy, will be joining us. It's true. To talk about Fred, zombie Fred, 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 <laughs> zombie viruses. Zombie viruses. After They're this. all going to get us. On my talk one oh seven one. Hi. And uh, you know, nothing much. Uh Bradley Trainer. Yes, um, ma'am. You have a little uh, something you wanted to share with us. Yeah, you know, I just wanted you all to know there's a lot going around this holiday season. Please be safe, be careful, protect the ones you love by, you know, wearing a mask and washing your hands. We did this whole song about it. Remember that, Colleen? We sure did. Wash your hands. God, we've been through a lot, Wash girl. I know. Girl. A pandemic. Girl. And we're still here. And we're still here. We're still kicking. However, <laughs> scientists have recently revived several things into Antarctica, Antarctica, from the Siberian permafrost that hasn't seen the light of day for 27,000 years. I'm sorry, what? The why? better question is why? Because. And actually, that science is just a virus. Um, you I guys, don't need any more viri. Scientists have recently revived. Revived? What are they doing? Mm-hmm. Several large viruses. I think I got one last week, by the way, that have been buried. It wasn't one of these. <laughs> don't worry. I'm not going to eat your face off. But these viruses are called zombie viruses. Mm-mm. Brains. In fact, the youngest virus to be revived was just 27,000 years old. And the oldest one is called Pandora virus. Does that sound good? No. Well, it's around 48,500 years old. I have a question. I probably have an answer, but I might not be able to understand the explanation I give you. Tell me why it might be important for them to revive these viri. I don't know because scientists do things and they got a lot of time and also the world is warming and and these viruses are going to melt and, you know, be set free. But here's, and so they're going to try to figure out how to cure them right now? Well, sure. But basically to understand what's actually happening. And here's where I want you to not be concerned. For the moment. Too late. <laughs> for the moment. You've got other things to be concerned about, you know. All of that stuff. All the other stuff. So apparently, I was reading about this, and I've seen several stories about zombie viruses. First of all, they're not viruses that make you into zombies. There are these viruses that just sort of continue to live, even though, or and sort of reanimate, even though they've been dead for like a long, Mm -hmm. long, long time. Like I said, up to forty some thousand years. But these viruses, as you read about these stories, a lot of the stories are clickbait because when you get into the details, you learn that these viruses are actually not. Human infecting viruses, they're something, and I didn't know this was a whole thing until I read this. They are amoeba infecting viruses. Okay. Are you an amoeba? Not that I know of. I'm not an amoeba either. However, I did just want to say that I do not feel soothed by that because allegedly... The coronavirus uh, that we know as COVID-19 was also not a human virus. No, no, no. Okay, so yes, it's that is that. I is mean, a, I'm not a scientist. You're not. And so please don't take any science advice from you or me. Good. However, 
When I say they only affect amoeba, that is something very far from anything that would affect humans, much less other mammals. Okay. So these viruses that scientists are thawing out in the Antarctic or in the Arctic, rather, uh, affect amoeba, which means that, like, it's not going to... What they got against amoeba? Well, I don't know. But, you know, frankly, I don't know that amoeba are all that... enjoyable so maybe it's not half bad anyway but they're using these these what they're learning is that you can revive these things after being dead for a very long time so while scientists can then study how that affects the amoeba or affects the virus or blah 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 Mm -hmm. the good news is that will also allow them to understand if something did thaw out Mm -hmm. that was dangerous to us Mm-hmm. How to deal with them. So, you know, it's okay. not really that. I mean, look. I'm going to trust the you The bad right news now. is we're all going to die. The good news is. Not from this. Not necessarily from zombie viruses that are melting in the Arctic. Okay, fine. Yay. Thank you for bringing that positive news, Bradley Trainer. To the table. But, well, and it's also a public service because I guarantee you're going to see these headlines like zombie viruses are coming for you. Uh, you know, scientists. Oh, it's going to be the kicker on the news. Yeah. Like, <laughs> tune in to find out. <laughs> What's going to kill you? What just melted from the Arctic because of global warming. Yeah. Mm-mm. That said, look out a window. Right. Turn on a TV. Mm-hmm. Open a social media platform. You've got plenty of other things yeah. to worry about. Yeah, put this at the bottom of that list. You know, Bradley, it's funny because when you brought up zombie viruses, now we're in this like uh, we're in this um, reflective mode on the Colleen and Bradley show. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it made me think about? Of course, I do. It, the era of time we went yes. through a very specific window where bath salts were very concerning. The oh, drug, yeah, because it was causing people to chew each other's faces yeah, off. Literally, like our CSI segments were. Guy ate another guy's face off. I mean, truly, I remember watching a terrible video of a person who was allegedly. Uh, do you remember that? No. Oh well, I'll obviously, have to look, I'll have to look and see if I can find it. Don't. I mean, I won't. Okay. Um, but there, but there was this like window of time, and it and it was like here and gone, like it happened, and we were like all about the bath salts, and now if you bring up bath salts to people, they're not they're not going to oh. directly go to face chewing. What I love though is that every time somebody references bath salts, bath salts, like I'm at Bath and Body Works, right? And, you know, Jolene around the corner goes, "I oh, look at these new bath salts." These are delightful. My mind immediately is like, oh, my God, Jolene's going to chew somebody's face off because she's going to go home and smoke those. (laughs) Ain't going to end well. And for the record, in case you are worried about any bath salts that you have in your home, not that kind of bath salt. This was like a street drug. But sure enough, Bradley (laughs) Trainer, I hear somebody talk about bath salts and I'm like, "Mm, I wouldn't mess with those. Mm -mm." Exactly. And how delightfully, how delightfully theatrical our fears used to be i know wasn't it cute (laughs) because remember the whole thing that also makes me think of the whole thing about where i just keep insisting to you that zombies are real yeah i know and you're like no they're not that used to be our biggest fear yeah well and then (laughs) no and then now (laughs) but don't worry so far nothing to worry about up in the arctic i mean you should worry for other reasons but not like 
immediate danger. Great. It'll take a while. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a wonderful guest uh, from Les Miserables joining us after this on My Talk 107.